You're listening to Joe Radio Live. Positive and motivational content just for you. Do enjoy and share. Joe Radio Live is a community where you'll find lots of helpful info to positively impact our listeners. You can help by sharing Joe Radio Live daily with at least one person. We're going to look at the Gospel of John, chapter 4. And it's a familiar portion of Scripture, glory be to God. But I want to zoom in, praise God, from verse 21 to verse 24. Praise God. So that's John, chapter 4, from verse 21 to 24. Praise God. And the Word of God reads... Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. He worship, he know not what. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. 24. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Father, we present your word back unto you because your word is blessed. Your word is settled. Your word is a decree that cannot return to the maker without being accomplished and neither can it go void in the earth. Father, we thank you today for your word that is a reminder that you're calling us to a place of true worship because the hour has come. Father, we thank you for every heart lifted up to you. We pray, God, that you today will minister, oh God, to every heart, to every spirit man, that our worship will be pleasing unto you. Father, we pray that the spirit of worship will be upon us and we will not be weary or go tired of being in your midst, coming in your presence. Father, we give you honor, we give you glory, and we give you thanks in Jesus' name. And God's people say, Amen. Amen. Praise God. And so we are looking at the synoptic gospel of John today, chapter 4, and we know of the account of the woman at the well, the Sumerian woman. But today I want to zoom in on our worship, praise God. What kind of worship are we giving God? Are we giving our best? And I want us to understand that worship is not always about singing. Worship is not always about coming to God with a hymn or a psalm because there are different 
aspect of worship. Glory be to God. And the worship that God desires must be an intentional one in this hour. It's not the normal worship. It's not the any hour worship. Glory be to God. And so we want to acknowledge that which we are giving to God because God desire the very best. And so I need us to understand that true worship is in expression of our love for God. And it's a love that we give with all our heart, soul, mind, and spirit, all our strength. God must take first place in our hearts. Glory be to God. And when you look at the Hebrew word for worship, it is pronounced shakaw, and it means root. It means to depress oneself in God. It means to pay homage, praise God, or submission to royalty, to a sovereign God. It means to bow down oneself in humility. Hallelujah. Now, when you look also at the same word in Greek, one of the Greek names for worship is proskunio. And it carries the very same meaning as the Hebrew word. The same worship, glory be to God. Because, you see, it means to kiss or to make abstinence reverence, being prostrate or bowed down in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So we understand that even in the Greek language and the Hebrew language, the word means the very same thing. And Jesus here was having a conversation with a woman. Praise God. The Bible said at the well of Samaria. And I want us to understand that the Bible didn't tell us how saved this woman was, mm. but that she understood worship in her own way. You see, the Jews had a problem with the Samaritans, and it was an ongoing issue because the Jews thought that they knew how to worship, and the Samaritan didn't know how to. And so the Samaritan had their place of worship because they believed that to meet God, they had to go to a specific mountain. They have to be in a specific place like most pagans do. They tell themselves that the higher the mountain, the closer they get to their God. So you will understand that this woman had a form of worship. She understood that her people knew a form of worship like we are experiencing in today's church. Yes. Hallelujah. Where the worship is not unto God, but the worship is programmed for a specific time, oh glory be to the name of Jesus, because the show must go on. So the worship can only be for a few minutes, uh, for a few hours, uh, because someone has to come and be on display. Uh. But I want us to understand that Jesus said that the hour is coming. Glory be to God. The hour cometh 
And now it when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. It's, it's not going to be any more about a performance. It's not going to be any more about a stage or how good our voices are, how well we can sing or how beautiful we sound. It's going to be about true worshiping. So you understand that when the woman spoke to Jesus, she just spoke about worship. She didn't understand that there was a depth in worship and the body of Christ is yet to get to that depth in worship because we have given God the any of worship is our feel I'm gonna worship I'm gonna worship with my emotion rather than my spirit but Jesus is letting this woman to know hallelujah he said oh glory be to God the hour cometh when he shall need her in this mountain nor yet in jerusalem because you must understand that the samaritan worship in the mountain and the jews at jerusalem oh god so they had their separate place of worship and they thought they were doing it right they thought they got it right but jesus said to this woman the hour is coming for the true worshipers to come forth you see, God desire a holistic worship where we worship him with our spirit. We worship him in depth where we bow ourselves before him. And when we talk about bowing ourselves, we talk about our heart. Oh, glory be to God in total surrender and submission where we put him at the highest place uh, where nothing else matter and it's all about him we have been come so programmed mm -hmm. in the house of god that uh, we have a specific time uh, to worship god and it doesn't matter how well and how much the spirit of god is moving uh, when that time comes we must shut it off it's time for the worship to be no more uh, it's okay for us to spend five minutes in worship and five hours in preaching uh, because you see it's not about god but it's about man but i'm here to tell you that the worship is unto god and the world is unto the people but you see if we come to a place of true worship when we worship we will not even need to bring the word because when god shows up in our worship then he's gonna deliver he's gonna heal he's gonna set free oh everything that you desire will happen when the true worshipers come unto him the worship is for god the worship brings his presence Prayer, we communicate with him. Jesus. Worship, we call him to come into Amen. the midst. And the word of God, we deliver. God doesn't need to hear his word back. He's accountable to his word, Amen. but his word, he doesn't need to come back to him. He needs the true worshipers to arise. For so long we have been doing our own thing our own way and we expect god to be pleased 
because it's what we decide to give him, he must take. But God is saying to this woman, there comes a time when the mountain will not stand. There comes a time when going to Jerusalem will not stand because you're gonna have to worship in spirit and in truth. We have to get to that place. We have to get back to the place of true fellowship with God. We must understand if we want the presence of God to show up and to be in our midst, to be in his house once more, we must worship him. Hallelujah. We are spirit being. Hallelujah. We were not called, created, or meant to worship based on our emotions. It's not about how we feel or what we feel. It's about giving what is due unto God. It's not about you. It's not about your leader. It's not about your family member. It's all about God. The Bible tells me that Jairus' daughter became sick and he needed to Jesus' attention. And before he went and did anything, he bowed down and worshiped because he understands that worship gets the attention of God. When the Syrophoenician woman came to Jesus, she threw herself down as a sign of worship. She needed something from the master, and so she needed to get his attention. So even when she was called a dog, it didn't faze her because she understood submission and surrendering. They worship. But the house of God today, Worship is not a necessity. It's all about uh, eloquent speech and doctrine. Who could speak better than who and who could present themselves better than who as though we have a point to prove to God. But I remember the word of God saying we don't add or take away from his word. So when we come, we present his word back unto him as it is written. But the worship, there's no stipulation on it other than worship me in spirit and in truth. I want you to also understand that there are different types of worship. But what we're talking about today is service and worship, submission and surrendering to God and God alone. Because in time, many of us, we worship to please the crowd. We worship to please leaders. We are more about performance and entertainment rather than the presence of God coming in our midst because you see we have become and grown so accustomed with just putting on a show that we forgot who we came to meet with the world no longer believe in the church they're not seeing any difference in the church than it is in the world 
there is no miracle sign and wonders anymore because the presence of God is not in the house of God. Because we need to understand that no one is ushering it anymore because men wants to be on performance and because some has made covenant with other kind of spirits. Some have covenant with the sea. Some have covenant with the cemetery. Some have covenant with all kind of element so they know that they could put on a show they don't really care about the spirit of god coming and dwelling in our midst but the time is coming the word of god said when the true worshiper shall worship the father in spirit and in truth so let us check our worship let us check the way we worship is it unto god or is it for men how much of god do we desire to have in our midst we ought to remember that he is god and there is none beside him no matter our anointed we are and how many gods of a grace that we function under, we need to remember that what we carry is what was given to us by God. We did not anoint ourselves. We did not give ourselves grace. And the salvation we enjoy was bought with a price. The hour is coming when the true worshipers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth how much time is left how far are we in that hour are we at 59 minutes are we at 45 minutes are we 10 minutes in are we at the very last waiting for the seconds to run so that we can reach that hour for the true worshipers to arise that is what god desires when the true worshiper shall worship the father not just the worshipers but the true worshipers hallelujah there's a distinction hallelujah make note of it there's a distinction. No, he didn't just say when the worshippers. The Samaritan woman understood worship. She never understand true worshiping. So when she spoke to Jesus, she said, the Jews say we do not how to worship. But Jesus is making us to understand that there's a distinction between worship and true worship. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you for listening to Joe Radio. Join us in our next program. Remember, don't just exist, but be a blessing.